What's up, my bowel movements? What's up, my Don Quixotes? Welcome to Time is a Flag Circle. A look at how humans keep getting it wrong. Uh, today we're going to talk about a movie uh, that we all watch. We actually all did watch this one. Pretty interesting. I got the idea for it from a YouTube video that was a ending explained. Always love to see those. So I uh, just jumped right in. No uh, warning. Uh, no premise that was given. I just walked right into the door and uh, got into my uh my level and, and decided to shit on the person below me um <laughs> and that person was hondo because he had already seen the movie and uh that's that's kind of how we uh decided to all jump in on this so uh i'm gonna throw it over to him Hondo, how you doing uh doing pretty good uh i'm, I'm usually i'm used to dealing with uh everyone's shit on this podcast so it's nothing nothing too too unusual for me on a day-to-day basis <laughs> uh what's going on everyone hondo coming in live from san antonio again still quarantined uh still stuck at the house so yeah that's about all i got looking forward to talking about this uh shitty movie <laughs> i'll go ahead and pass it over to adrian nice nice it it was a shitty movie <laughs> both literally and figuratively um coming coming to you from dallas uh, enjoying day 24 of my quarantine. I'm not sure what day everyone else is on, but uh, I will say this. They always say like 30 days makes a habit. I'm very close to not wanting to ever go back to the office. So <laughs> give me six more days. I don't think I'll ever come back. <laughs> With that, I'll pass it to Andre. I am in Houston, Texas, <clears throat> uh, which I think is still leading the state in COVID-19 cases at this point. By a lot. Um, by a lot, yeah. Uh, which, to be fair, Harris County is pretty damn huge. But other than that, yeah, it, was, it wasn't it was as shitty of a movie as I thought it was going to be. I thought there was going to be a lot more actual shit in the movie. Yeah, it it, it builds up in a way that is uh, uh, kind of... How did we lose, did we lose Andre? I think we lost Andre. I'm still here. Can you not hear me? I would just like to take this time to say fuck AT&T internet. (laughs) (laughs) I've had like four dropouts this week. I'm like, get your shit together. I'm paying you my bill on time. You should give me internet. (laughs) We're going to keep this bite in the podcast now, right? (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Fuck AT&T internet. Yeah, we're we're Verizon people (laughs) now. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like, everybody get fired <laughs> uh, okay yeah let's get a quick let's get a quick oh, take God. from everybody chubbies, Andre. <laughs> could those shorts be any shorter on oh, yeah. quick quick shout out to chubbies for my shorts that oh. if you don't own a pair of chubbies you should absolutely get some uh-huh. all you listeners be thankful that you're on a podcast and you cannot see uh, we're all in a video chat right now, and be uh, be happy with your thighs, man. Be proud of them, you know, self self confident. Think you're showing a little more than thighs. <laughs> think you're showing a little more than thighs there, Andre. Did you see dick? Was was there dick? <laughs> no, no, no. I saw underball, like underboo, but underball. <laughs> underball. <laughs> Hawks, but no hog. <laughs> <laughs> Joseph was on fire this morning in the group chat. So I'm excited for this podcast. I think he's out of gas. I think he's got nothing left. <laughs> All right, let's go around and get some takes. Andre, you were getting started. Uh, so it wasn't as shitty for you. 
Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, you guys made it. So I thought it was going to be the Snowpiercer, but in jail and with shit instead of a baby. And it was like one poop scene. Uh, and then the whole movie with the whole movie was kind of shitty like as a whole. The people were shitty. Uh, the lighting was shitty. The place they were in was shitty. But there wasn't a lot of shit. There wasn't a lot of physical, actual, literal shit. Overall, I'd give it a three star. Like, you should probably watch it, but don't expect a lot. Oh, wait, wait, Joseph, before we start getting takes, should we tell the audience what exactly we watched? Because I don't think we've told them what no. we were referring to. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I want to I wanna save that for the end. That's going to be the singer. <laughs> the end of the episode. You have to guess. And if you guess, we'll give you free access to the Patreon. <laughs> I don't think we can even tweet, do that if we us. wanted to. Tweet us. That's not how Patreon works. Uh, yeah, no, we watched the platform. Uh, it's a platform on Netflix. Are you sure we, we might have said it? I don't know. Well, I'll find out when I when I edit this episode. <laughs> uh, let's go in the order of watching, I guess. So then, uh, Adrian, you saw it uh, last night. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What, what was yeah. what was your initial reaction? Um, I I felt like I had gotten really into it, and then the ending just kind of felt like it took like this wild fell off a cliff they didn't know what to do with the writing so they just kind of like let's let the audience decide kind of situation okay and and i i don't know i i was uh not that i was disappointed i was just kind of like confused about the whole thing it's like what was the point of the movie if you're not gonna like if you're uh, not gonna make a point with the movie so okay that's that is i think the point was reaganomics no but but like i'll i'll reserve the rest of my takes for the rest of the pod okay all right. Yeah. And I, no. Get them. Get them all out now. Five minutes. Here you go. <laughs> I kind of agree with you. I think the closest thing I can compare it to is um, I used to read a lot of the stories on the No Sleep Reddit, and I I don't know if I'm going to sound like a terrible person, but the older uh, No Sleep Reddit, like the 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 one that I used to read when I was like back in college, I, I like that content a lot more than what's on there now. And it kind of seems like this was uh, just like a poorly constructed no sleep story uh, where it, it it just started with a good premise. Like every, everything is just a good premise now. It's if you start with a good premise, you don't really have to tie any anything up, uh, put a bow on it. It was just it's just like shit. <laughs> but um, Honda, you you like this movie. I feel like you actually you really enjoyed this movie. Yeah, uh, I thought the movie was interesting. I saw the movie as one big metaphor that encompassed a bunch of little metaphors, and I thought that was a that was pretty cool. Reaganomics. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I thought the coolest one that I thought was that you find out that there's 333 floors, um, and then given that there's two prisoners per floor, it adds up to 666, and I thought that was an interesting metaphor for people essentially acknowledging that they were in hell. Um I thought that was a cool little thing where it could be stretched. Um, yeah, I just I kind of get a little of this non-Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought there was cool things like that, but yeah, I kind of agree with Adrian. I feel like they either started filming the story before, or started filming the movie before they finished writing the ending, or they ran out of budget and didn't know where they were going with it. Because yeah, that ending. They either tried too hard or just didn't care at that point. Um, and it seemed like they couldn't figure out a way to resolve it, so they just tried to close it out by him walking away at the very bottom floor, which I, I still don't know what that means. <laughs> and, I, okay, my my read on this and the reason it made me angry 
after watching it was I feel like this was a calculated risk. This is a calculated risk in movie making because it supplied you with enough premise that the open-ended ending allowed a bunch of people to uh, pseudo-intellectualize it and interpret it in whatever way that they thought and that made them sound smart because they didn't want to not understand the movie. Like, just to give you guys a heads up, like, this movie won awards. <laughs> like, this movie won, like, directorial debut awards. Um, were, were they all economic awards? <laughs> it, 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 and it, it's, it's pretty, uh, it's, it's critically liked. It's not like a critical darling. It's not like a, a potential cult, cult classic or anything. I don't think it's, it's that, that status. But people, even if they didn't actually enjoy it, enjoy it, they said they enjoyed it and they gave reasons why. So they gave, uh, takes on, on the movie that, that were similar to, to what Hondo was saying. There's all of these, uh, allegories and, and, uh, allusions to, different pieces of history or uh, uh, whatever it is that they saw in the movie, especially the fact that like the book Don Quixote is used in it and the visions that the guy sees, the hallucinations um, all being uh, like, uh, what is it? Four Horsemen of Death. Uh, just a bunch of like Those random only... shit. Like you just throw whatever at the wall and see what sticks. Wait, who are Which, the Four Horsemen? Uh, the people that died. Oh, him, the lady friend, the old guy, and the girl, right? I was like, there were four of them? Uh, him him, being, oh, him the, being the last one. His, like, his lady friend? Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't look into why <laughs> someone was saying that. <laughs> Joseph just spit the headlight at us. <laughs> I've, been creating all the, I've been creating all of the takes, actually. Uh, no. So I will say that, like, this entire movie was a metaphor for Reaganomics and why it doesn't work. Are, and I don't think you need a whole movie for that. Well, I think anybody who are you grew basing up in the middle that class just knows a, that. Are you basing work. that no, on just trickle down? Like, is that really trickle down? Okay. Yes, the actual trickle down effect. So, so where nobody I, gets anything. I initially was thinking, like, oh, obviously, like that. It's a take on that type of like capitalist system. But then I started thinking about it, and this was probably me just thinking too much. I was like, well. Everyone's kind of put in their place at random. It's not by any sort of like merit. Uh, I mean, that's what happens when you're born, Adrian. No, no, no. But like then the government is the one that's providing what they think you need. And then there's pain and suffering. So like I also thought like, well, just as easily as it could be like a Reaganomics critique, it could be a communist critique. Well, there's the whole scene where he's arguing about like they don't like communists. So, yes. Well, no, but but. Like, just because the guy is like, what are you, a communist? And, and obviously, like, they're trying to make everyone in there as a capitalist. The the system that they built, or the system the storytellers built to use as a way to tell their story, also was, like, just as valid a critique of communism. Like, it, it to Joseph's point, it was, like, one of those, like, let's just make it to where it can be anything for anyone. But I think it was also the fact that, like, that's just showing you the different points of view, right? Because how else were they going to do that if he was stuck in cell 48 the whole time? Like, you have to show the different pieces of the lab. Nah, I think you could have done that narratively better if you just had multiple characters. Like, it didn't Yes, have... they could have done a lot of things better in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, technically, I do want to say technically it was well done for the budget that they were working with. Because I feel like this was a pretty... What was their budget? This, I, I don't know, but I'm going to say that it was probably really low. <laughs> I, I feel like they, they, they... They actually just had one cell. I, I doubt there was even a cell. If there was like two walls of a cell. It was all green screen. Yeah, I would be surprised. But 
they painted the walls of a studio apartment green <laughs> so they used them as a green screen i i do think that it was like technically done well um it was acted well. I liked the fact that the actors were all kind of generally unlikable people. Um, even the protagonist, he wasn't like a, he wasn't that cool of a dude. He was kind of, uh, someone you, you don't respect <laughs> and doesn't, like, does, definitely doesn't deserve to be in the situation. Like, no one deserves to be in that situation that they created, but, um, uh. Well, and he volunteered for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You didn't have to have a lot of sympathy for him. Um, but that, that wasn't really part of the story. Uh, and then also the, the shit that was, that was, it was just kind of unexpected. But then afterwards I was like, no, yeah, they would have put that in there. <laughs> I was really hoping there was like a bloop sound effect that happened when it happened. Uh, I gotta say that scene caught me way off guard. Like I, I actually had to pause cause I started laughing so hard. <laughs> yeah. And the, the, the redemption character. What was his name? I don't even remember. I don't remember anyone's name. Baharat? Yeah, yeah. That that character was out of place, too. Like, that didn't make much sense. We're going to call the main character George. <clears throat> That's fine. That works. He looks like George. And then we have old man. We have uh, administration Obiel. lady. Obiel. And we have wa- warrior dude. <clears throat> he looked like... Uh, the main character looked a lot like Thomas Middleditch. Um, <laughs> I couldn't stop thinking about... Uh, Silicon Valley while I was watching this. <laughs> Which made it uh, probably funnier than it should have been. Um, yeah, everyone else kind of fits. I don't know why that guy would have been in there, though. Like They well, they, they told you why. He wanted to, for whatever reason, because it's in a future society, instead of going to college, he was looking to get an accredited degree by only spending no, no, no. six months. Not that. Not the protagonist. The, the, the Baharat. Baharat. Bahara was sorry. I'm gonna say, was he the dark guy, the dark skin yeah. guy? Oh, he yeah. was the pic, the piccolo to the Goku. Oh. Yes. Ah, I got you. Well, they don't tell you why he's in there. They just tell exactly. you he's trying to get there, out. And right? there's no reason why a character like that, a character built like that, shouldn't be in this place. Like, there's not, there's yeah, not any like, reason. Filled with like righteousness, he did the good thing. Was like easily talked into doing the good thing. Like he See, wasn't a criminal yeah. or a. Y'all are painting well, him in a much better premise, light than right? I do. He, he may have volunteered because he needed X, right? Whatever it was, like X, Y, and Z is what he needed, and that's why he was there. But then why like, bring a rope? I, I think the 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 so he could climb out. But the idea is that he was put in that place either uh, intentionally or whatever. Like there, I think they were trying to frame it in this way that he was supposed to be like a savior. Like he 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 went in uh, uh, wanting to like free these people, uh, and thought it would be way easier than it, than it ended up being. But I don't think it was that. I, I think he wanted to see what was at the top. I don't think he cared about everybody else necessarily. Yeah, because yeah. he wasn't trying to bring anybody up with him when he was climbing. He just said, let me pass. He didn't tell anyone, hey, come with me. Because common sense, in my opinion, would have said, I'm going to start at the bottom. I'm going to pull myself up, but then I'm going to make sure I pull everybody up with me as I go up. That's right. I don't think he had that. I, y'all are painting him to be a much nicer guy than I was because I viewed him as a selfish bastard that was just trying to find any way to get out and he didn't care what he had to do to 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 get out because it's even when they start going down those two guys that helped him climb he wanted to be nice to them and give them some food but then he ended up smashing that dude's head with the with the bed stand or whatever it was because he's like no i need to make sure i send the message so that way they know i have a better way to get out of here you know what i mean so so to me 
the two characters, Goku and Piccolo, uh, <laughs> I, I liken them to uh, Jesus and John the Baptist, especially when the Baharat guy was like, I'm on fire. Like it reminded me of like the, like, um, is he John the Baptist? Yeah. Yeah. Like he was the fiery one that like was basically like paving the way for like Jesus to, to do like his Is there thing. a different metaphor you could use? I, I don't know. Like that was like, what it, is it in the Marvel universe? Uh, Silver Surfer and Galactus. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. Is it? I think it's I mean, pretty, yeah, that's, that's like, pretty good. Is, is, is like the, Jesus Galactus? Like that's what you're saying? Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's like if he things went into the world, Jesus consumes yeah. all. <laughs> <laughs> Professor X and Cyclops. There we go. <laughs> that's what I was looking for. Was like where it's it, you said it was being much like a mentor relationship. No, like no, no, no. Harbinger. John Harbinger. Yeah, John the Baptist didn't mentor Jesus at all. Like he was just there to kind of like pave the pave the way or. But he a, did. A path for. But he did mentor him because he was the one that explained that the dessert was the message, and then he also explained that the girl was the message when they got to the bottom floor. No, the dessert was, was the message was the old man, and the girl is it. And the girl is it. Captain America and Falcon. I was thinking more Wolverine and Cyclops would be the the better. Like they were very against each other though. Like well, Cyclops yeah, kind of Cyclops kind of hates Galactus so. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe John the Baptist really hated Jesus, but it was like it's his job, so he's got to do it. I have to baptize this man. It's in my name. I don't know. I think that was in one of those plot holes where they just didn't expand upon that enough. Like you don't really understand the relationship other than he needs help to go down. But and th- there was a ton of fucking plot holes, dude. Like I don't even think oh, that, yeah. that should be on the radar of criticism for this movie. I, I don't think that that was a concern at all. Really, also, really. The little girl is the older Chinese lady, like older Asian lady. It's the same person. <sighs> Wait, she goes up and then she starts what coming the back fuck? down. What? <laughs> Let's hear this theory. I did. I didn't yeah, get that, that, that blew your mind, didn't it? <laughs> because she keeps saying, "I have a son," but she's been there so long; she's delirious. It's a time loop. It's a Groundhog Day movie. <laughs> so what you're saying that as she goes down, she gets younger, and then when she no, no, I'm saying that this is the original playthrough, and then she goes up, and as she goes up, she starts making her way down and killing people, and that repeats the cycle. I don't know. That's too convoluted. But yeah, but she, she meets the Don Quixote, or she meets the Jesus character as an older person and as a younger person. Then exactly. That's how because <laughs> Jesus that's, is eternal. That's how that's how the time loop works. Remember all the dead bodies and what was that movie? What Three? I don't understand. Trifecta, okay, so this is fucked up. I'm gonna say it anyway, though. I, Andre, I think you're doing a. a, a more work than the writers. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, okay. What about the what about this take? Uh, uh, and it's not really a take. It's just me being shitty uh, again. I think a better version of this movie exists in that one million merits episode of Black Mirror. I think that's a better version with a more realistic outcome of what happens when you try and do this thing. Um, which is like become a a a messiah. I think they paint it for different reasons in that episode because he's like trying to save this girl, um, but it shows that like you're just stuck in the system anyway. Uh, and and I don't know why he just fucking gets out of uh, purgatory if that's what it is. Um, the way that he does. So so I have my take 
that I was thinking in terms of like how how does this movie end up being better? And I think like if you take the part where he decides the girl is the message. Yeah, everything is the message. And everything after that. And then you make sure that you that the audience knows that that was all like his like dying hallucination. And the panicata was all was really the message. And he actually like did that job, left it on the table. And so that remember that random part in the movie that has absolutely no bearing on anything where he finds where the, the hair, where the guy finds the hair. Yeah. Like my thought would be that that really should have been the real ending. And it would have been hilarious because they're thinking that it didn't get eaten because of the hair and like no one got the message and it was just a really depressing film. I would have liked that more. I would have liked it more in terms of like thematically it works. And all you have, all you would have to do is re-edit it. You wouldn't have to shoot any extra scene. You no, just no, shoot yeah. that. You just uh, uh, put that last scene in the the back end. Okay, I like that. That actually makes more sense. That makes that might be the message of the movie. Like that might have been what they were trying to do poorly. Um, well, no, I think it was like it's it's too depressing of a movie at that point. So like they probably were asked to like re-edit it. For like commercial reasons, and I don't know. They... It's on Netflix. Netflix doesn't give a shit, dude. I, I feel like Netflix will put anything on screen. Like if they pay you the money, they're like, we will put it on. <laughs> like, well, <laughs> movies like that, does Netflix agree to to hey, we'll give you the money to make it, or do they buy independent films? It depends. It like probably both. It, it depends uh, strictly on like how much confidence they have. I guarantee you, there's like a few people. Uh, maybe not a few, but like there's a team of people that are just uh basically insurance salesmen, um, or not salesmen, insurance adjusters that uh just fucking crunch the numbers on on all of these weird things and figure out exactly how much money they're willing to 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 give a, a filmmaker or like pay for a movie. I really hope they just have like a formula they put in for like star subject. And it gives you a total. I think that too. That also for their like original content. Um, but I think it's more like, uh, what's that fucking scene in? There's like a, a scene in, is it a South Park episode where they're talking about how Family Guy gets made and it's just like fucking dolphins or something? Yeah. <laughs> it's that. <laughs> um, okay. Let, let me get further in this than I, I initially intended to. Uh, if we go along the, I guess, religious allegories, could you say that by going down, you get out is Dante's Inferno. And he's climbing, uh, what is it, down the devil's, the devil's back? back? Yeah. It was out of his ass, wasn't it? Something uh, like that. Well, that giant hole would be a colon and the asshole <laughs> would be the bottom. So that fits. Yep. And the food and the the platform could be the metaphorical digestive tract, right? <laughs> uh, well, it would be like the levels of hell too. Like um, Dante's, it, it just does it. It completely breaks down. Everything breaks down from the randomization. Uh, if you try and take it as like a Christian allegory or like an allegory on um, humanity or a certain kind of idealism. Well, and I would like to go back and check now because like the different levels he passes. There's that one guy who's like eating. The Asian woman likes that would be gluttony, right? It's just too, ma- oh, too many. Oh, there was the dude. There was a dude that levels. tried to buy. Uh, there was a guy that threw the money, right? That would be the the greed one. I forgot about that because there was that scene when he was. There, there's the couple fucking. Yeah, which one's the shit one then? 
Uh, also, I kept thinking of ways to fuck other people over. Like, okay, they're fucking and they're being shitholes. Throw an apple up there and let them fry. Would that work? Like, if you kept the apple and then you threw it up with their... It's on their level. Yeah, the, okay, the internal logic of this movie is <laughs> fucked also. Like, I, I don't want to get hung up on the plot hole aspect. I don't want to get <laughs> hung up on the internal logic of the movie. Because those are two, like, that's low-hanging fruit. And it's just so fucking stupid. Like, <laughs> yeah, how did they know? Did they microchip all of the food? That wouldn't work because it's in yeah, your stomach obviously. anyway. Like, it, it, there's so many things that don't make any sense. The platform has no wires. And it moves at, like, supersonic speeds. And it's three three hundred thirty. Three stories tall. Yeah. Well, you just dig down. Uh, it's and that's, that's a lot of weight. Like, yeah. I mean, if you only dig down like a hundred and thirty, you know. <laughs> and and I I also or you use the ocean. I reject the premise. Um, because Hondo brought this up that it's like a futuristic society. They make no mention of time. There's nothing about it even being Earth or like humans. Like, well, and the guy says, like, okay, I was watching my TV. Like, clearly they're in a, like, a relatively similar area. <sighs> He's smoking cigarettes. I mean, but those are all just things. Like, that's just, I don't know. There's yeah. not a- <laughs> Do we have samurai pluses in, in this world right now? Andre? 100% yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I know those are out there on the internet somewhere. <laughs> I just assume it's futuristic because there were little key things like a floating platform. Um, that told me, like, oh, we don't have those yet, so it's probably sometime in the future. Honda, you've never been to the jail? <laughs> <laughs> That's how they feed people. But so, so thematically, I do want to ask the question, like, did the old man at the beginning remind you of anyone? Or, like, like not in real life, but, like, any characters? Oh, I because... thought this was a Josh joke. No. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, because I, I did think, like... Well, there's your answer. <laughs> I did think uh, when I was watching it, and especially with like the the mindset of how am I going to talk about it on the podcast, he was a the the uncle for Bricky Bad. Okay, okay. Well, you just blew that. To to me, he's he was very a, 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 like he was very chaos. Okay, I didn't get that that vibe. I, like because he seemed broken by the system, but like broken in a way that he was still functioning. See, I, like, would, I don't know if broken is the right word. I would say he just accepted the system because he wasn't trying – he even told the guy when he had him uh, – the character when he had him tied up. He's saying, hey, I'm not trying to kill you. I'm not trying to do anything. I'm just going to take what I need to survive. I'm going to make sure I don't go through any vital organs. He made it a point to say he wouldn't touch his genitals, which I thought yeah. was weird. But So with all that being said, like to me, that was the one guy that really interested me because he felt like a, a new character. Like he was, a, nah, uh, nah, that's, 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 no? I think that's like a very basic logic driven character. Cause everything is just yeah. logical. Like don't come near me. I brought a knife. Like everything is just what you should do that. He did okay. everything right. He did everything to survive, yeah. but that's what, I mean, that's, I guess if that's right, then, he did everything yeah. right. Like if, if, yeah, if anything, I would, argue, right. I would argue the main character was the crazy one because he voluntarily went into a prison. He brought a book when you could literally bring anything. He, for some reason, was completely flabbergasted at the concept of, oh, hey, people that have been starving for a month on the 200th floor all of a sudden are on the top floor and they don't want to share food. Like, In my opinion, these are basic concepts of humanity that he seemed to be completely thrown off by so i would argue he was the one that's either the naive or the crazy one by choosing to go into a place where like everyone's bad side's prone to come out i think he's shaggy 
<laughs> he's shaggy if he grew a mustache <laughs> he's shaggy like his 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 internal logic yeah because he he kind of does everything wrong <laughs> he does everything the wrong way he's naive about it uh initially like he has um qualms about everything uh and and the, the old man just accepted the situation immediately and rolled with the punches as best as he could yeah. and uh i guess it's Maybe the the critical take should be was the goal to represent what the world does to people. Like it doesn't really matter what your intentions are or how good your heart is. Uh, your conditions just make you who you are. Like your reaction to any condition that you are dealt is who you are as a person. So like it's not a critique on any system. It's a critique on humanity. Like the human condition, I guess. I don't know. I'm uh, now. I'm other working too than trickle down <laughs> economics. <laughs> no, That's I so like fucking that stupid. Has... I hate that. I hate you keep no. saying that because it's so dumb. <laughs> no, I feel like that take has like some legs, but I do feel like now you're just like you told Andre. You're working harder than the writer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I it because at a certain level, like that. Okay, but but was that the whole point? Like, I am going to make a very general thing, and then you'll figure out what the message is. No, that's that's what I was saying is fucking lazy. Like I I was angry cuz initially that's what I immediately thought. And then like going into I actually did watch uh what was it? I don't even know whose channel it was. It was late and I had already like been drinking while watching the movie. So I put on one of the YouTube explained videos and I was like I was made more upset. <laughs> yeah. I was like what the fuck? Where did you get any of this information from? Um is there a book that I didn't read that this was inspired by? Uh, no, it's just, uh, yeah, if that's the case and that's really lazy and like, I'm, a, I'm upset at the, the, the gall of the storytellers. Um, but I don't think that's the case. I, I don't want to put that on anyone. Um, uh, I'm interested to see how this gets followed up though. I think this is going to be one of those primer movies where, um, what's his name? The director from primer, uh, just fucking quit the business. <laughs> Because he made like oh, I thought you meant like this is actually the primer, like before the paint. No, 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 no. This is like primer the movie. Because <laughs> uh, no. you meant the movie primer. He made like a couple movies uh, after that, or he made one movie, Upstream Color, for sure. And then like he was trying to get financing for another movie, and he was just like, "This is so fucking stupid. Like no one knows what they're doing, and this just sucks." I want to see what this director follows this up with. Uh, Disney's just gonna hire him to do something family friendly. Okay, here's my escape plan. Why did nobody take both mattresses and when the thing is coming up, you just walk, like literally have both mattresses and fall onto it? Because they absorb the impact? Well, that thing was coming up pretty fast. I think you'd still end up like being swatted like a bug. (laughs) I don't know, man. Mattresses could really take a beating. (laughs) I I still don't understand the concept of the first time around, though, of, okay, if I know this thing comes back up, why would I, like, in my mind, I feel like one of the other things that they were trying to preach on was everyone was so obsessed with going up that going down was the actual solution in some way shape or form everybody knew that the food platform went down and then at night when everyone was asleep it came back up no one ever seemed to think hey let me ride this all the way down because maybe that'll show me something that i don't have right now and if i don't see anything down there well then i just ride it all the way back up to the top either way well, I, I think it, it definitely breaks down 
uh, I mean, that would be the most interesting way to commit suicide because <laughs> there's no way you survive like the ride back up. Um, that didn't make any sense. Uh, so that's why I think like so many people had to interpret that last scene of the girl like flying up as as something because like no she just hits the ceiling and dies immediately if she she rides that thing all the way to the top but that would be at least an interesting way to commit suicide and then also I don't understand maybe it is what Andre was saying and it's just a fucking time loop because what's her name wrote it down every single month and then if she just gets off uh, it it it, she, it starts over again. Yeah, that was a, I mean, I know you don't want to dwell on the low hanging fruit, but that was to me that when I realized that, that kind of almost pissed me off a little bit because you're trying to find your daughter, you're writing it down every month. You've obviously made it down to the very bottom. Like, why did you not see her if that's who you were looking for? Like maybe that facility. Well, and how, how was she always above him? Well, it was, it was only four months. So, I mean, statistically speaking, it's still probable, right? Outside of that third month where I think he was in the eighth. Um, I mean, he was like 70-something, 200-something. Okay, it's not completely improbable. And it just doesn't make any sense, like... It it doesn't. <laughs> I could just stop there. This movie makes yeah, no fucking just, sense. It doesn't. That's what I'm saying. Like, when you try... You can try to look at what the story was trying to tell you and then say, okay, I'll suspend my disbelief with all the other shit that doesn't make any sense. But I feel like some of it was just so glaring that it almost took away from you paying attention to the message. And it ended up just focusing on the problems of what made the movie weird or not correct. The movie was the message. There is no message. <laughs> everything. If everything is a message, nothing is a message. Yeah, I don't know who they were trying to hook with this movie either. Critics at some kind of fucking film festival? Obviously. I mean, that worked. They did win some awards, like I said. <laughs> but to your point, Joseph, you think the awards were just won because someone said, oh, this is interesting. Oh, there's a message against capitalism here. Oh, look at this weird Fucking concept. Yeah, of human- I think yeah. this is this is like a critic's wet dream because they can just uh, be the writers that they can't be at creating content <laughs> while reviewing this movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> It was also described as horror in one of the articles I read. And like, this wasn't a horror movie to me. No. There was some gore. I think horror, a, though, yeah, but that'll, yeah. that happens in fucking snakes on a plane, right? Like, yeah, I think horror is a very, very broad term that they use now, and they probably just tack it on so they can say they cover more genres when they get awards. Um, but yeah, I feel like anything that's just somebody screaming with blood, they can somehow quantify that as a horror movie. Which I, this wasn't horror at all. Oh, so here, here's the thing. Like, I was so, I, I guess, I was hooked by the premise, and the story drew me in. But at no point did I ever feel any sort of tense. Like it was yeah. just like, yeah, you're waiting yeah, to see what happens. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's also why it's like upsetting because like <laughs> you like didn't get a yeah, pay you didn't get a pay. Yeah. Didn't get a net. yeah. Like <laughs> they they spent so much time making it feel like they were about to say something, and then they just never said anything. Is really what what it came down to. You know what would have made this movie the best fucking movie ever? If at the very end, like when he's walking off the platform, he says, like, I think I can get off the platform. And then <laughs> the words, the platform just show up. <laughs> Black letters, uh, title, title card, uh, just huge. So the, there is one, one thing that really bothered me. 
And it was that they completely ignored Chekhov's gun. Like, the book is not relevant at all in any fucking thing, other than he eats it at some point and then it just okay, disappears. Okay, this is where I was... But like, why was it important? This is where I was saying that this might be... Uh, uh, I, it, all of it was put together in, like, a way that it was, like, playing a, a game... I was waiting for him to kill somebody with the book. Oh, like, murder mystery. Like, with with words? Like, by yelling uh, at no, them? No, like John... Like John Wick? Uh, no, no, no. Um, it was uh, built like a built-in allegory that you could use to justify your take on this movie. That's that was what it, its purpose was because it's like uh, uh, it is Don Quixote and like the fact that he's a crazy old man and uh, idealism is like his thing in his own way and chivalry is like his thing. Uh, it, but it does, doesn't play into those characters' attributes like the way it should if that were the case. Yeah. Also, was the platform his windmills? Like, I don't understand. Uh, <laughs> Wait, Andre, did I hear that correctly? The Chekhov's gun. What is that? Che- what did you gun. say? Chekhov's gun is a like literary device where when you mention something random, it like has a purpose later on in the story. Oh, okay. And they kept bringing up the book, and then it just like never did anything. It never like went everybody off. else's. The rope did something, right? The sword, the knife, like they all did something. And his is just like I brought a book, and it's gone now. I feel like the book was meant to show his naivety, though. Like that, like he completely had no idea what he was getting into, and he had no idea what to expect and i feel like the book not necessarily don quixote specifically but the concept of bringing the book just shows how like naive and ignorant he was to the whole process well okay i would i would argue this point i think nothing was really useful uh except the knife like everything everyone brought yeah it was used but it wasn't useful because the person that got like any benefit out of it out of it wasn't the intended like no one that brought their shit actually used their shit in the way that was helpful like the okay, quick question: What is the one item everybody would have brought? Um, like, like seeing the movie and like knowing what you're getting into, or like just yes. like okay. Uh, Do you want me to go first? Because I have it. Go for it. I would have brought six months worth of food for two people. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Well, so that's the easy... Okay, so if you're going to go that route, then I would say I would have brought an 18-foot step ladder. Or a, tw- <laughs> a 24-foot step ladder that I could just pull up and go up as I'm climbing. A little, a little yeah, giant? That, like, li- little giant ladder system? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, I think... Did they say anything? Okay, here's another point of contention with... I'll get, I'll get into some of the logic of this movie. They give them alcohol, right? Like, they give them wine. Because why? Like because that's a functioning part of a. Oh, because it was somebody. Maybe because it was somebody's favorite food. So wine was someone's wine was someone's favorite food. Yeah, remember like how they asked him about the the escargot. So like, could you say like my favorite food is guns every day, right? No, I think they made somebody's favorite meal every day. Um, I just I I don't like the fact that they would offer up something. Did you say my favorite food is guns? <laughs> yeah, if you say your favorite food is guns. It's guns every day. Um, my favorite food is a fully loaded AK forty seven. I think that's that's a another piece of 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 criticism I did have with the movie is like that needs to be taken into account in terms of like if you were just fucking crazy on drugs, like you probably have a better chance of survival than anyone else, but alcohol isn't treated as a drug that it could be like 
the person at the top is just gonna get drunk as fuck every time and uh try and I, I don't know pass out for as long as possible <laughs> that would be like probably a smart decision uh to like not be conscious most of the time uh so would you be able to just bring a bunch of lsd like and and, and just fucking cruise you'd be fine you'd either like commit suicide in the craziest way terrify your partner in like the funniest way uh or just ride out a, a crazy trip and at the end of it come out enlightened <laughs> no see the, see the thing you should bring then is like one of those like insecticide sprayers full of lsd so that wherever you end up you just spray the food with lsd and have everyone have a great time oh that'd be cool yeah that'd be cool too <laughs> everyone would forget to eat <laughs> yeah i don't know i guess it can't be a consumable like you can't bring a consumable <sighs> what would i bring I mean, That's right, I'd there, say there my, were no it, rules like the that internal logic doesn't make sense like not a consumable but you can bring a dog <laughs> I mean, you can eat a dog, so yeah, that is a consumable. <laughs> and you, you, you can't reuse the eating of a dog. Um, and if you can bring animals, like just a fucking tiger. I'm gonna, I'm gonna Joe Exotic in this. <laughs> Joe Exotic. Because <laughs> <Joe Exotic. laughs> who's gonna fuck with a dude with a tiger? How? What are you gonna do when the tiger gets hungry? <laughs> uh, you let him loose on the level below you. There you go. With the stepladder? <laughs> yeah. You just put them on the platform. So that's the other thing. Like, there were people who went in pairs. Like, if you both brought something significant, like, you could get out of this place. Like a wait, baseball wait. So, and a bat? So did that, did that couple, like, go in as a pair? Or had they just been a pair for so long that they were just like, well, fuck it. Like, let's just start fucking. I think that makes more sense. But also, like, how... <sighs> I... No, it's the logic of the movie again. I I keep falling into it. <laughs> <laughs> so what would you bring, Joseph? Uh, like a fucking iPod. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I would, like, screw it. Like, I'm just going to bring, like, as much C4 as they'll let me bring. <laughs> <laughs> Destroy from within. <laughs> yeah. But, but no detonator. A real, yeah. A real God mess. damn it. <laughs> A real messiah would would sacrifice himself, and is that sticks of dynamite, Adrian? Sticks of dynamite. There we go. There we go. Because what what is it that match. happens <laughs> uh, uh, if if he's taken or if he's considered the messiah? Like, yes, he sacrificed himself, but he didn't save anyone. Is is the the message of the movie that he saved the little girl? He no, saved no, the, the lowest of the low. He yeah, was the little girl's not the real. Time. <laughs> that little girl's not real. Well, and and here's the other thing, though. No one called him the Messiah while they were alive. Like, yeah, well, that one guy did. Piccolo. What guy? Well, he said, "Are you a Messiah?" Well, yeah, but he said it jokingly. But but he said it. <laughs> All I'm saying is, like, the people that were calling him like genuinely the Messiah were the, the people he had already killed that he was hallucinating. So I, I think, like, if anything, the story was trying to, like, depict then, that he thought of himself as a messiah. Like the three Christ of Ypsilanti. Like, he just believed that he, yeah, he just, like, had to internalize what he did. And that was his only way, like, of coping with it. 
Um, yeah. I don't know. But then you're breaking down, like you're, you're breaking down the take that you brought up, which is like, it is an allegory for like Jesus and John the Baptist. You immediately just fucking blow that to smithereens. Um, by, by, well, yeah, because, well, <laughs> it's like one of those stories that like feels deep. And as soon as you think about it wasn't, anything it wasn't at all. that yeah. like felt deep, like for more than five minutes, you're like, no, no, that that falls apart. Like everything falls apart. I still don't like your comparison to Jesus and John the Baptist because that's not Wolverine and Cyclops. <laughs> it's it's more Silver Surfer and Galactus. Like <laughs> I like the Silver Surfer, Silver Surfer and Galactus one, just because I like to think about a salty John the Baptist. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, getting back into the the messianic vibe of of where we were kind of going with that um, is if if that's the case, then is the 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 idea just that like uh, religion is fucking stupid and meaningless because he didn't save anybody. <laughs> like you can be the Messiah all you want, and but but Jesus didn't really save anybody. But he did. Well, y'all think the girl's fake? I was gonna say he did save the child. He did he, even if he even if that child was real that that child's dead that child is for sure dead at the top of that that elevator. <laughs> Wait, yeah. So like, it's moving that fast. What happens when it stops, Ando? Just just think about it. Well, they they that's another plot hole, Adrian. So maybe it slows down when it gets up there. <laughs> they put brakes. They put brakes on a floating platform. <laughs> well, because we see we see floor zero, and it looks like the other cell. So like, that's gonna hit the roof. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they okay. have like a thing that like scrapes stuff off the ceiling. Every, <laughs> it's just every a day. power washer. Yeah, <laughs> if it if it goes slow enough, uh, uh, when it once it gets close enough to the top, then the people that are on like floors like three through one can just like jump on leisurely <laughs> and walk out. <laughs> well, but that's I think what they're counting on is that like you've eaten so much, you're just fucking passed out for a month though. That's another thing I had a problem Every with. Day. This is another thing I had a problem Every with. Is day. like their actions were completely oh, and and it only broke down after uh, uh, Obvio died because he took into account the timing of all of his actions. Like what he did at the beginning of the month was a lot different than what he did at the end of the month. And like when he decided that it was time to actually start carving up his his cellmate was at a really specific time, like where he was thinking about how it could rot and stuff. Um. And in no other person's actions are is like timing a factor, because like there's people uh, that jump off like immediately when they find out what floor they're on, but that's it. And those are characters that we don't see uh, other than like their bodies uh, hitting the 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 side of the floor. Like why why wait or not why wait why uh, decide to do what they did by going down immediately instead of just like well. We're on a good floor right now. We can just fucking eat and be super strong and healthy. <laughs> and then, like, maybe on the 20th day of the month, we'll go down with our big sticks and, and, and beat the shit out of people. Right, what? If they're really thinking, like, Messiah, right? Like, we're going to try to save as many people as we can. You wait a little longer. People at the bottom are dead. I, okay, I get that, but then you're 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 equating or you're conflating uh, 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 the messianic ideal with irrationality. <laughs> like, is the Messiah just meant to be stupid? <laughs> yes. Because chances are you're gonna have a lower success rate at your mission as a whole if you don't wait. It, it's it's almost like uh, when do we? 
I would almost, wait, hold on. I would almost argue you want to do it at the beginning of the month because if you do it at the end of the month and the people on the bottom floors are hungry and they're going to end up fighting you more for the food as opposed to doing it at the beginning of the month. But if you wait long enough, there's like a very uh, uh, sweet spot of time window there where they're so hungry that they're really tired and they can't do anything. There's like two floors (laughs) where they're like at least getting enough sustenance to fight you. But then after that, they're just fucking like, like you saw some of the people that were just fucking lying in their, their beds and unable to move. (laughs) Now who's getting specific, Joseph, two floors. (laughs) Yeah. There's two exact floors. There's two floors where you have to fight people (laughs) and that's it. And also the 50th floor number was pretty arbitrary because he was on floor like 48 or 47. And he was like, pretty chill like he was all right where did that number 50 come from i feel like he could have started at like maybe 90 well so i i was thinking like until we found out just how low it went that that was just a like a good number that for the audience felt like a a place where it was like the middle like 50 yeah, well, I think too remember i think his first floor was at 48 and there was still food there i think he had uh didn't he make a reference to, like he talked to one of the other prisoners on the other floors or something and he said like the first 50 floors usually eat? Oh, I don't know. I don't remember that part. I, I could have easily missed like half of the conversations in this fucking movie. <laughs> there wasn't any important dialogue. That's all right. Well, that, that's the other thing that I felt kind of weird about. Like the the dialogue either was totally pointless or was hitting you over the head with something. Yeah. There was no With a stick yeah. coming down on a platform full of food. Yeah, it was either there was, a stick or a sledgehammer. There was nothing in the middle. Yeah, nothing felt natural. Obvious. <laughs> I was sick of it about five minutes in. I was like, this movie's going to blow. <laughs> <laughs> Were there not enough car races in there for you, Andre? 100% zero car races. I don't know what's going on. The The choice of everything was kind of fucking wrapped up in just a confusing layer to this one. Because the choice for the panicata being the message, uh, kind of out of nowhere, if there was some symbolism that was that was layered in there, don't know what it was. <laughs> uh, the character that was the wise man, also uh, kind of unnecessary. Don't think that that they could have gotten there. Uh, so that's where I was trying to figure out, like, okay, is this related to some story where like they come across a wise man halfway through their journey? And was that a Don Quixote thing? Because I don't remember that. If I, it could have been anything. You, you pick. You decide. But yeah, that's <laughs> the other thing. Like it fits so many. And I was like, is this a, a fucking Odyssey thing where like he meets someone halfway through his journey that tells him like, wait, you're doing this wrong? Was there someone with one eye that was the Cyclops? Probably. Yeah. This. <sighs> this is a confusing one. This is. I, I think when we look at it in the 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 lens of what we try and do, like with matching up what stories these were, this is just matches up with every single goddamn story. Well, and I wish they had done that. I wish there were three, 333 like stories that they were just like this, this level is the Odyssey and this level is saw. Okay. And, th- and it, like, just keep doing different ones. It could be a good uh, series. I, w- I would, I would watch a TV show of this. Okay. Yeah. A TV show would make more sense too. Cause you could build these things out enough to where it didn't just feel like you you were like just kind of hand waving like oh this is about i don't know the human condition like you would know who the wise man was yeah yeah, yeah. well and they had more time to build out the world too it's kind of hard to 
put. I feel like they tried to jam a lot of stuff in the ninety minutes, and they just didn't have enough time. What if they make a sequel and it ends the same fucking way? <laughs> like it God. builds up more and more, and you're like, oh shit, no, they did have a. Maybe they like built it so that it's like a, it's gonna be a trilogy or something, and it just ends the same fucking way. Like the guy, the the main character just gets off at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee you movie critics will probably be like, this is a mind-blowing way to do something. The last thing we'd expect is the exact same thing. What it's are they going to do next? I, it would be a cool to have a sequel where it was outside the platform. Okay, I'd be down. Like, what, what kind of world does the platform exist in? And just never acknowledge that the first movie ended like so ambiguously. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd be down. I'd be down for that. It could be in the perspective of, like, one of the chefs. Like, he's just going about his day every day, but then he shows up like, this is his day mm-hmm. job. Got to cook for those prisoners again. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think I do know where I want to go, though. Uh, Andre, who's the Dom? Who's the Brian? <laughs> <laughs> Tough question. Uh, I think the platform is the Dom. Oh, okay. Is the protagonist the Brian? There, there is no Brian. <laughs> <laughs> this is after Brian died. This is after Brian died. No, the chef up top is definitely Dom, and uh, I think Brian is probably. I was trying to figure out, like, is there one particular person that is Brian, or the two dudes sitting in the pool are Dom and Brian? <laughs> <laughs> Again, another scene that coming. Completely off guard. I had to pause because I started <laughs> laughing so hard. And I'm like, why wouldn't you cut the steak in half? <laughs> there was so much bullshit in this movie. Uh, do we even want to map this? No, yeah, I want to map this. I want to map this. Us. Yeah. So I was going to say we have to map to his cellmates. I don't. I've okay. As stupid as this is, I think I map to the like, the irrational protagonist because I, I would be like upset, like. Oh, well, why can't we do it this way? Like, there's like an idealism uh, that I think would creep up on me in that situation. And I would be like, yeah, fuck it. I'll, I'll spend six months in a prison to get a degree. I was going to say <laughs> you are the old man because I feel like you're very normal and rational. And in this situation, you would tie up your cellmate and eat him. <laughs> it's like, I know we're going to have to resort to cannibalism. So let me hold him down. So like, I'm going to beat you. Yeah, to yeah. it. If one of us is going to eat it. the other, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be the one eating you. I feel like I'm probably the lady who hangs herself because, like, you've been told your whole life there's only 200 floors, and then you wake up on 202, and you're like, "Fuck this." Okay, all right, yeah, yeah, I could see, I could see that. I, okay, if, that, if we're going that route, then, and that spot is taken, I think Hondo is the fucking uh, uh, fake mom that gets killed, but like goes down every single time and like murders people, and <laughs> Adrian, Adrian is the head chef up at the top who's like. Uh, probably aware but like doesn't really care because he's just focused on how good the food is <laughs> it's his job man it's his job uh, it's his job they don't pay him to care they pay him Adrian to make food. is definitely the lady who poops on the other <laughs> and Josh is the piccolo guy <laughs> yeah. yep no, no Josh is the wiener dog. <laughs> Josh is. No, the I was honestly thinking Josh was going to be the the woman that Andre took because like only Josh would like think yeah, that he could he, yell he at would he could yell at people for for fifteen days and I somehow get a different that, yeah. re- reaction. <laughs> 
I, I did like his uh, resourcefulness there, though. Uh, when he was like, I'm going to shit on your food. I'm going to shit all over it. I'm just going to shit on all of it. <laughs> but then they're like, I can't shit upwards. <laughs> that, that was well, a no, good line. That, so that if that's the line. case, if, if Josh is that lady, I'm definitely the protagonist. Because I'm like, Josh, shut up and just do this. Like, here's the solution. Shit in their food. Uh, then I'm the kid that gets killed. <laughs> when they fly, gets, when they fly up, splattered on the ceiling. Yeah, splattered on the like, this ride is great. <laughs> but, yeah, and the other, I guess, hint that she was definitely, like, uh, illusion or whatever, hallucination. How is she sleeping through that? That's what you do when you're hungry, man. You never had, you never had, you never went to sleep for, like, lunch. <laughs> no. I'm having a nap for lunch. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> when you're that poor, you're just like, eh, I think I'll just sleep for lunch. I really think we probably milked this one fucking dry. <laughs> <laughs> there, w- there wasn't much to, to milk in the first place. But that's the thing. I like, want to go find a podcast that reviewed this movie and talked about how good it was. Look at any crit- critique. I guarantee you it's going to be like overwhelmingly positive. Like, all the shit that I found online was... I didn't even look into it. I didn't, like, read anything. I didn't want to bias my own opinion of the movie. I was just, like, looking to see what people were saying. And people were like, this movie's fucking great, man. This movie's dope. Everyone... Okay, so... Everyone watch this movie. I did like the idea of mapping it to presidential candidates because Bernie is definitely the lady who hung himself. Because, like, he spent his whole life trying to help people and is told that there are 200 floors. And then he wakes up on 202 and he's just like, fuck this place. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. Like, yeah, I, I, see that. I tried so hard to like fuck this place. <laughs> he hung his campaign. But then today. leaves his body to feed someone else. Like even in death, he's trying to help people. Yeah. Rest in peace, Bernie's campaign. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be a weird one. This pod or this election? The, I was, this yeah, year? I got, I got, kind of, I got, Both. I got mesmerized thinking about the election. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna vote Gordon Ramsay. I think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I think uh before we think about anything that far ahead we just got got to get out of the house. <laughs> got to be able to go outside first, right? Yeah. I mean, maybe the platform is how we flatten the curve. Let's think about this. Let's just think about that for a second. <laughs> oh, also I did have this theory that uh the whole sequence of him and the old man, like, becoming friends and stretching naked, that was all just one day. <laughs> I'm down with that. Yeah, that would that would make the movie better, too. <laughs> Them stretching naked? <laughs> like, just a couple hours it's after they met? Just one. It's like four hours. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll, I'll leave it on this note. Um, even the title is fucking stupid, because there's multiple platforms, guys. Come on. You get it together, writers. But, but but what was the Spanish name of the? Because that was what it was. El, it was El Platformo. El Platformo. No, that could be it. All right, look it up while I while it I sign actually, off. It was actually in uh, the the original title. It was released in Nigeria. Was uh, Reaganomics. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so it was the Spanish title was called The Hole. That makes more sense. Was there just a movie called The Hole? I mean, you could have called it The Descent, but there's also a movie called The Descent. Uh, uh, you called it Armageddon. Don't give a fuck. Any movie, any movie. It was any the Shia LaBeouf movie. Armageddon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this was better than Armageddon. I'll give it that. How dare you? 
<laughs> and just like that, y'all, it's been another one. Uh, throw it in the can, throw it away. Uh, this has been Flat Circle from the Gay Sos Podcast Network, and we will catch you next time. Stay safe out there. Wash your hands.